Welcome to the Trying to Can podcast. We are Olga and Angela, and in this podcast, we casually discuss our journey to be more conscious in everyday life, the small steps we take, the fuck-ups we make, the struggle of trying to can, and much more. Hey guys! Hello, hello! Happy Monday! And Happy New Year! Because we are still not sure when we're going to put this episode. But I think it's going to be the next day after New Year. So I hope you had a lovely celebration. Or maybe just chilled, you know, on your couch watching Netflix. That's also fine. Whatever your soul desire, whatever makes you happy. Actually, this episode, it's a reflection episode of the year 2023. Even though I feel like it's such a... BS in the sense that nothing changes like you know it's December it's gonna be January it doesn't matter you know also like I'm noticing at work I'm like trying to finish up things and blah 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 but I have just one week break and I just know that it's just gonna be the same thing kind of continuing in the new year that's true but you know every year everybody starts doing their end of year summaries reviews whatever reflections and i'm always and i don't know what i'm doing actually but i'm always in such a rush before christmas for whatever that i never manage to do those reflections because i postpone it so i always have the anxiety when i look over the internet and see other people reflecting on their lives i'm like oh my god i again didn't do it so now I didn't set goals for the new year and somehow for whatever reason it makes me stress. So I'm thankful that we are doing this exercise today <laughs> because it's still what one week to go even more. And I've, I've done my reflections. I'm like, oh my God, I feel great. Yeah. Even though, as you said, it's, it's it doesn't BS, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I see what you mean. You're like, just damn, everyone has reflected, but not me. I need to catch up. But you know, it's also, I think it's a good exercise, even if, Nothing will change next year. It's just a good exercise to write it down and clean up your head. A hundred percent. This is what I was about to say. I think not even yearly, but in general, checking in with yourself once in a while on are you aligned with your, I don't know, values, with what you want to achieve, doing more exercise, eating healthier, traveling more, you know getting the shitty people out of your life whatever it is but I think it's important to do this check-in and you know if you don't do it in general then maybe that's actually a good moment because it's kind of wrapping up the year I like how you already just mentioned all the goals that I haven't achieved this year <laughs> but does it make this year bad no no it was still an amazing year and I'm still proud of it and I'm s- and I've still enjoyed it mostly <laughs> oh my god I don't know why like I feel like I'm gonna cry in this episode because when I was doing my reflection it just made me so emotional so yeah let's see okay so this year I did the reflections and now I again feel the FOMO because when I was doing my reflection y- reflections yesterday night I was actually falling asleep <laughs> not not really emotional so it was boring see. no let's it was fine I just was very tired because <laughs> I have very active social life lately Ooh, I want to hear all about it. So, I prepared a couple of questions. Let's just go one by one. Bring it on. Let's roll, guys. And you can also use it for your reflections. So, first thing, 
I want us to talk about is what are you the most grateful for 2023? I think, uh, well, and that's probably one point that did make me emotional yesterday is just the fact that my family is safe and sound and that I have been able to travel home this year after two years not being there. And it's weird because my family relationships, it's been quite a journey. And at some moment, I uh, i felt like I really need to detach from them because I felt like it's, it's too much and I cannot handle it. And then I think last year, it was a lot of resentment and a lot of kind of negative emotions and whatever. And this year, I think I just... I think I went through this separation moment, but it actually bonded us even more, but on a different kind of level. So I think, okay, <laughs> now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh, I saw it coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, seeing them this year and being together again, it was just such a nice experience. And I mean, I usually don't miss people. So that's, I think, the um, the emotion that is absent in my same vocabulary. Here, same here. But this year, it, it's been crazy. I was just craving to go home and be with my family. And I'm just happy that it happened. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And I know, yeah, you did see them how many times? Twice? Well, tomorrow will be the third time I yes. s- I'm seeing them this year. Yeah, um, which, is, which is a lot. I saw my parents only once this year. But I'm very happy for you because yeah. uh, I know you're far. And there's a lot of things happening in the world. And I think being close to your family it's always nice your turn mm, i mean there are many many things i i'm also gonna echo you on the sense that i'm just grateful for the relationships i have i don't know for some reason like this year i got even more closer with some of the friends than i was before but also some friendships broke and yeah, if you want to hear all about it, we have a separate episode uh, on that. But I, yeah, just deepening the relationships that I have and spending quality time and, um, and all, of course, seeing my parents and just, I think I'm grateful also my parents doing okay. I mean, I'm not sure if they're like the healthiest they could be at their age or, you know, but I just feel like mentally they're quite resilient and, you know, we had some adversity and some loss in our family last year, but I just see them coping and going through it like so strong. And whenever I talk to them, you know, they give me energy and like I want to call them, even though we don't talk that often, meaning, I don't know, once a week or once a year <laughs> well <laughs> imagine uh once a week or twice a week on on a good week but um whenever we do i just feel like they bring the best in me in a way and and they are quite cheerful i don't know i'm it just gives good vibes and i feel like okay they're good because if something goes wrong like they would call me constantly you know they will seek more attention in essence but when they're good i feel like it just evolves naturally and you know, I don't know Angela's parents, but every time she tells stories about them, they're just like, I already love them. Yeah. It's like they're such characters. And uh, I'm I'm also happy that they're still sharp, funny. Well, that you yeah. have a great relationship. 
Thanks. I cannot wait for you to meet them, to be honest. And of course, you know, in general relationships, also my romantic relationship, I feel like this year was taking it to the next level of getting to know each other and really spending quality time. So that's like one side. And then I'm also grateful for the fact that this year, I feel like I let my inner child show itself more or kind of like I try to to uncover it and like take it out by doing things that maybe I enjoyed more when I was a child or I was dreaming of when I was a child or trying to have more fun also have less fears experience more take new hobbies even though it's for a couple of months but just just experimenting just trying new things you know as a child I feel like this is what you might want like play that playfulness and that uh, freedom in doing whatever and kind of seeing where it goes I feel like I've I've tried a little bit more this year with swimming and dancing you know salsa I mean even though I'm still horrible at it but just play I don't know board game chess learning how to like I've never played chess and all like these little things sleeping in a in tent you know in the middle of nowhere like I just felt like my inner child was happy happier than in previous years let's say you know now now when you were talking about your inner child and you dancing salsa I observed you and your partner once dancing and I actually felt like you know a mom on those uh, school shows <laughs> where where you're like cheering for your kids yeah. and like you're so excited and they're so excited and you actually look like two happy kids so that was amazing yeah amazing making you moment. proud everything yes making it. mom proud for yes. sure cool so we're off to a good start what's the most important lesson you learned in 2023 i think for me Uh, the most important lesson was that fake it till you make it actually works. Because I remember a couple of months ago, I even wanted to record an episode about that because I was just really frustrated at some moment and I felt like, okay, I'm either going to a depression mode or something that like, I just had a super, super bad day where I think my frustration that was piling up through the months just accumulated. And I went to my GP because I thought, okay, maybe I just need something, some some support and uh while we were talking about it so he was asking about why do i feel this way and one of the reasons that i mentioned is i feel that to have good relationships at work i often need to fake how i behave or what i think that i cannot actually disclose what i actually think which was not most positive things what what i was thinking to be honest And I said, so I feel like I need to fake it all the time. And it just adds up to the whole frustration thing. And he said, well, fake it till you make it actually works. But then you have to fake it not for others and not for, you know, for people to like you, not for people to accept you, but for yourself. So if you actually want to feel better and, you know, you don't want to focus on all those negative things, just fake it for yourself. And I came home and I was, I remember I was discussing it with you and I'm like, no, this is such bullshit. Yeah, um, I remember you texted me on WhatsApp and you were like, do you think fake fake it till you make it works? 
and you were like i think we should record an episode about it i'm like what is she talking about <laughs> yeah exactly but in the end of the day when i was reflecting yesterday and looking back into the m- past couple of months at work or in general in life i feel like i'm so much more cheerful and kind of choosing to be cheerful yeah so for yourself of, exactly so choosing that and i mean of course that that visit to a gp it was maybe just one of the reasons why i feel this way now but it was more like a turning point and i didn't even consciously think about it i think it's just like some internal trigger that yeah it just happened this way but yeah i think th- that's the most important one mm. yeah i really like it because i know that the construct of you know fake it until you make it it's a little bit vague like what does it mean but the way you say it you should fake it for yourself not for others i think it's just so powerful um i never thought about it this way to be honest but it does make sense well maybe maybe it doesn't i'm not sure to be honest but at least it seems to work yeah i definitely see you (laughs) see you happy like i remember our conversation and i was also not in the best point and we were like are we depressed what's happening but uh, i think it was just a bad phase so what was your lesson of the year i mean there of course there were a lot of things but i'm not sure if it's the biggest but the one that i can think of is the pill doesn't work for everyone So I was on the pill starting from last year, September-ish until this year, March. And I just felt like I was not myself, like something or somebody is taking over my body. And I, I feel like my attitude towards certain situations and how I dealt with them and my emotions in general were as if foreign, like... I was feeling them, but like they were not mine. I don't know. It's just such a weird, like, I don't, you know, if anyone who listens and understands me, because I know, for example, my flatmate, she has a completely different experience with the pill, very positive. Whereas for me, I just felt like I'm going crazy. Literally, like the hormonal impact that it had on my body was insane. But, you know, I feel like this is such an important message because, of course, it can go well for a lot of people, but... So many of my friends that I've talked to, they experienced it the same way as you did. And now I really wish we had more of a male audience here because, uh, you know, I also often hear conversations from the guys who don't want to use condoms, for example. And they mm-hmm. would say, yeah, but all my friends are on a pill. It's fine. Like, why don't you want to take a pill? Well, because it's of hormonal. this. Because yeah. it's hormonal and not everybody understands it. And a lot of people are ignorant towards that. And I think what you're saying, it's actually a really important message to convey as well. I think so too. It's it's just indeed the experience is so particular and so individual because I heard good stories for some people. I was just feeling down, anxious about things. And maybe it was not only the pill, it was maybe other factors. But I started checking online for scientific papers or anything around you know, proving, okay, can the pill cause like, I don't know, anxious or depression, whatever. So apparently there is something around that. Um, I mean, you should, of course, research it for yourself. At least like I felt it on me. Like I, I'm really 
in sync with my body or at least I was very in sync with my body before taking the pill but then afterwards like I just felt like I'm losing control so in March I stopped taking it and I think that was um, the biggest lesson because sometimes like you really need to take the best decision for yourself regardless of what others think even though it's a doctor or a friend who had a different experience so for me that was quite a big lesson plus it also took me I think a couple of months to really get it out of my system in a way to feel like I am in control of my emotions I am in control of my body I I'm not numb you know I do feel it's weird but like sometimes yeah like a flush of chemical happening in my body like now I can feel these sensations in the past it was kind of numb it was like I don't know I just couldn't get in touch with them and that was quite quite a lesson for me Uh, and then of course caffeine I started drinking coffee more this year than in the past years like in general for me it's not that I cannot live without coffee it's more like for the taste and as a social aspect and I just didn't realize that I was almost consuming every single day. Luckily, only one cup. But now it's been more than a month that I am caffeine free, like I'm not consuming caffeine. And I just feel such a huge difference. Personally, I have more energy. I'm not anxious like caffeine. I've noticed that makes me anxious in general. So yeah, that was a big lesson because I didn't put them together, but now it kind of makes sense. And I've also been asking around to see if there's other people like experiencing what I experienced, making uh, so the coffee makes them anxious. And I've heard a lot of people saying that, yeah, it does make them. Whereas on the flip side, you also have people who are like, oh my God, I cannot go by without a coffee. Like my day is not the same I cannot enjoy it I cannot you know be uh, productive and stuff like that so I think this lesson it's kind of consistent with the peel one is just basically the bottom line every experience is unique exactly it's it's very individual and you really need to be in sync with your body and how it makes you feel and try to exclude the things that make you feel worse I can talk I mean pill I don't know haven't tried the caffeine part for sure and I I was one of those people who would say no I cannot live without coffee because my day would start and end with a coffee and I was consuming a lot of it and then I also had a detox for a couple of weeks when I was not drinking tea or coffee um and now I do drink coffee sometimes but mostly decaf and you know really occasionally and I can totally relate it's just it's a completely different experience. I don't have cravings for it anymore. I don't have this idea that I cannot survive without coffee anymore because I feel so much better without it. Yeah, same. It's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I never craved it anyway, but just removing it completely for a longer period of time and assessing how you actually feel afterwards because if you remove it one day, you will not feel the difference. But for me, really doing it one month, I can completely see the difference. Now, something more positive. What has been an energizer for you this year? First of all, my trips, because I have been this year to a bunch of places that I haven't been to before. Uh, I had my first 
transatlantic flight Ooh, together together <laughs> yeah so we've been to martinique with a project it was super exciting yeah i've explored new places in italy new places in greece and it's it's great that you know even in countries or places where you have been before that you can still explore this new things so kind of exploration part really brings me energy always and the second part was dancing so uh, Angela started salsa classes I started bachata classes and in the beginning it was really draining my energy because I was like I cannot do that I was so in, in my head when I was doing that but as soon as I let myself go a couple of weeks ago and I, I know that it's not energizer for the whole year but for the rest of it yes I just like I felt so much joy doing it and it was so much fun and I started, you know, getting along well with people in my class and I don't know, it's just always so much fun. So, yeah, I think that. I love it and in general, dancing, I observed, is just, I feel there's something with dancing, like what it makes to people and their brains and their energy and their openness because indeed, you know, at the beginning you you suck at it and you are very much in your head you want to like get it right you feel like everybody's watching you but then when you get better at it you just get so much confidence and like so much in the moment and so i don't know present is just so interesting but i think as you say you only get joy of it if you dance like nobody is watching because that's when your inner child is out, when yeah. your grown-up child is out. <laughs> Everyone is happy. Yeah. That's a beautiful one. You actually started bachata before me. And, I mean, you asked me about bachata. I thought it's too much touchy-feely. So, <laughs> I chose a more conservative dance. So, for now that Angela matter. is spinning. So, I started doing salsa like I used to do dances from seven years old, basically until teenage years, so nine, ten years. And since then, I kind of stopped. But like dance is always been, you know, a part of my, I don't know, identity, let's put it this way. But then taking up classes and learning a new dance style, that's like a different ball game. So yeah, I, I love that you, you did that and you kind of inspired me to do that too. What are your energizers though? Um, removing the people who de-energize me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big one, you know. Yeah, that definitely, I mean, at, at the beginning it was draining, but then it energized me at the end of it. But no, seriously, swimming. So I, I didn't know how to swim at the beginning of the year. I took swimming lessons for half a year and just seeing the progress that I make with every single lesson you know at the beginning starting in shallow water then learning all the strokes then going into deep water then learning how to dive then learning how to swim underwater like everything like seeing the progress just was so energizing and now I can enjoy my beach holidays more do snorkeling be a little bit more confident that I'm not going to drown and then, yeah, experience the aquatic life, let's put it this way. What was the best decision you took in 2023? Tell me. 
best decision of 2023? Um, I think it's similar to your energizers of removing people from your life. So for me, it was removing actually the people that I maybe cared about or that I didn't want to let go of, but it was really necessary because it was just not my people. So that was difficult, that was challenging. But in the end of the day, I feel like it's one less thing that drains my energy or one less thing that I spend my energy for. I think that was the best thing. And the second one, but I think we will have a separate episode on it. I think it was taken there in engineering program. Uh, so as I mentioned, we'll uh, deep dive into the details of it separately. But just to give you briefly an idea of what it is. So basically, it's just a daily practice that you have to, to do. And I have always been very bad with meditations, with yoga, with everything. So it was actually something that would make me really anxious in the process and that's why the first time I heard about this program I was like no that's not something for me I'm not gonna do it but this year and it was around the time that I described to you that I went to my GP I was like okay I need to change something in my life and then this program came across again and I'm like okay I think now I'm actually ready to do that and I mean, of course, my life didn't change radically, but, you know, doing this daily practice, for me, it's already a big achievement because me committing to meditations is like... <laughs> Mission impossible. Mission impossible. Like, in general, me committing to something long-term is very difficult. So, yeah, I think that was the best decision, one of the best decisions this year. I feel really good of it. I'm going to copy you here. Be very unoriginal. But I think that was also the best decision for me, even though it came quite late in the year. But the yoga and meditation program that we did together for four days, we will talk about it, but it was quite transformational indeed. And I had it even on my goals for 2023 to meditate more. I didn't achieve it up until that point. But then since we did it in November, meditating daily has uh, been part of my routine and uh, yeah it just it definitely does something but again we're going to talk about it in a different episode so maybe we intrigued you a little bit because we are going to share everything about how we decided to do it and you know what changed after doing that this is a trying to can podcast what are you still trying to get? <laughs> well, as I said in the beginning, I mean, I lost the paper where I wrote all my goals last year. But knowing myself, I know that it's pretty basic, like improving my health. Well, it was mostly focusing on physical. Somehow I never write to improve my mental health, which I should. <laughs> but I know that among my goals was to have a healthier lifestyle, to start the next year in a new house to find a new job maybe switch a career to read more and stop wasting my time on instagram did i achieve any of those goals no <laughs> am i still trying to can yes yes will i achieve it next year maybe <laughs> given that my goals are the same every year i'm not sure so maybe it's just a matter of not defining your goals right mm. um tell me more about it I mean, 
I think this year, so like we now discussed a couple of questions, but also like I took up dancing classes that I wanted to take forever. I started Portuguese classes and I'm also trying to be consistent with it and not give up even though I'm horrible at it. And uh, it just feels like there is no progress, but you know, it takes time and commitment. I definitely improved my mental health over the year because You know, when it started, I was quite cheerful and hopeful. Then something went wrong in spring. <laughs> and it just <laughs> felt like uh, a shit show. So it was really a trying to can struggle the whole year. And now in the past couple of months, maybe actually just since the program, since we did the program, I feel like I'm feeling better again and I'm feeling more like myself and I'm feeling really joyful and I don't remember the last time being so joyful and so energized so you know even though those things were not in my goals I still did it and I still feel happy about how this year went so maybe that's why I'm saying that maybe I'm just not defining my goals right so I'm just putting some generic bullshit without actually reflecting on what I need at the moment yeah this is such a good one because that generic bullshit I mean health It's not bullshit. I mean, it is. It's but important. But I see what you mean. I think it's also important to check, are your goals really what you want to achieve or what the society wants you to achieve or, you know, the peer pressure wants you to have or whatever that is. And to be honest, the fact that you mentioned joy, that you are more joyful, like for me, that's like the supreme thing you can achieve in a fucking year. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you never th you never think of writing that as your yearly goal. You don't, well, maybe some people do, but I personally never had in my mind to write, I want to be joyful this year. You know, it's usually just something very like, as I said, like new job, move to a new place, I don't know, travel more, but it's more the mechanics, I would say, mm. but the actual outcome is joy, for example. Yeah. So for example, if you travel It's not that you want to travel, but it's the experience, the new places that you want to see, the exploration. I don't know. How you want to feel. Yeah, so basically it, yeah. The, the end goal is the actual feeling of it. And then everything else is just how you get there. So basically, even though I still feel that I achieved a lot in terms of like how I feel, maybe the ways that I got there were different from what I imagined. So that's maybe why I didn't really define my goals properly. But this is brilliant because you still found your way. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love it. Okay, let me let me sink it down because I think we are getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere, okay? It's the fact that at the end of the day, all we want is to feel joyful and happiness. Like, tell me one person who doesn't want to be joyful and happy. Maybe some psychos? <laughs> Maybe, but, you know, we're taking them out of the equation. So in essence, this is all what we want. And then we just write goals in terms of, I think changing my job is going to make me happy. I think getting a house or a car is going to make me happy. I think traveling more is going to make me happy. I think changing my fridge, buying a new fridge, whatever, is going to make you happy. It's going to make me happy. But then the question is, Why aren't you happy now? Why do you need things to make you happy? Like, so it's very conditional. I'm going to be joyful and happy when I have this and this and that. And I think 
what you are telling me is what you thought is going to make you happy. You didn't achieve that, but then still you are happier and more joyful. Yeah, because I think we often externalize. So with, as you said, that we think that other, like some external things will make us happy, but it's not from outside. It's, it's from within. It's from within. Oh my God, this is <laughs> so deep. I cannot... <laughs> How deep is That's a very good wrap up. Because also when I look at the goals that I had for this year, I did achieve most of them, but just because... I see some uh, green teaks. Yeah. I, I mean, I can quickly say what I, what I wanted. Like, I wanted to have fewer but longer distance and time trips like somewhere further away that I could really experience and for longer time that I could you know emerge in that experience more so that was easily achievable because I already knew high level like what I want to do do I think that made me happier no no like I just achieved it like it's a tick there I mean of course I had amazing experiences in those trips but I don't think I'm happier because I had those trips. Mm-hmm. But I also don't regret them. Launching Trying to Can, I had Ooh. it on my goals and post weekly. And we, well, pretty much not weekly. Almost. Almost, but it doesn't matter. The fact that we are consistent at it is just mind boggling because I thought like how on earth we would find a way to be consistent at it and also enjoy it in the process. You know, that's that's actually such a good one because I remember last year, so last summer, Angela and me, we were first thinking about launching a clothing brand. We went to Paris to explore the textiles. We had already 300 million dresses in our heads that we wanted to do. And then like, I think it was maybe like the first difficulty on the way, which was that travel to Paris. And we're like... Maybe no. Yeah. (laughs) And also like seeing that it's so hard to source sustainable fabrics. We're like, "Mm, no. (laughs) No. So, and then we started talking about the podcast and actually it was Angela's idea and I wasn't even supposed to be there uh, so present in the beginning. Well, Uh, in my head you were supposed to be. Okay, that wasn't communicated (laughs) properly. (laughs) Uh, As it was communicated, it was that I would just support here and there and be co-host sometimes, but... Then in the end, somehow it evolved in a joint project. But then when we were starting it, we were doing it. I think we were dragging it for a while. Yeah. So like we would come, we would ideate, we would like, but it just wasn't coming together. There was also effort. It was not effortless, you want to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I think, I, I still remember that moment when we came up with the trying to can name. And I think that that was also a big trigger for it to actually finally develop into something then it took so much effort to record re-record i think the first episode we re-recorded <laughs> exactly that's how we did it 300 times and i'm actually really proud that it came out and high five woohoo! and that we are still doing it yeah and i'm curious how it's gonna evolve next year for sure we are definitely on a growing path so now that it's synced within us and we found like a rhythm to post and and to record and also enjoy it in the process you know more to come so yeah that was also my so i had only five goals by the way making it very like 
small. I don't want to have a long list. And then I also wrote, this is a very generic one, be more intentional in my activities and have less distractions. So I wrote there examples like journal more, meditate more, have quality time with people, more time in the nature, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, vague stuff. But actually looking back, at times I was more intentional, at times I was not, but I think the happiest and the most, not the happiest, but like the most content with myself was when I was intentional and then I stuck with the habits that give me added value. For example, you know, journaling, I didn't journal for throughout the year. I was more consistent in the first half of the year, less consistent in the second one, but in the second half of the year, I was more consistent with meditation. And you said that you were the happiest when you were intentional, which again brings us to the point that it comes from within you rather than all those external activities that you also had on your list. Exactly. And I also wrote, okay, this is funny. So I said, make your first investment <laughs> plan at 30 years old and educate yourself and finance money literacy. Okay, the way I wrote it, it's very complicated. But to be honest, I'm so happy I did it. So I opened like a broker, whatever account. I had some conversation with people who know a little bit more than I do. I read a book about that. Maybe, you know, we can have at one point a guest. <gasps> Am I saying that we will have guests in the future? <laughs> Are we dropping the hints here? <laughs> Are we launching it? <laughs> well, I hope that people were expecting that. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I think you are already tired uh, of us talking. So <laughs> I'm definitely tired of us talking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we will discuss more about uh, the financial part. But what I can say is I knew nothing. Like finance and me were two parallel lines. The financial education I got from my parents is equal to zero or maybe even minus so I did some progress this year and I'm quite happy about it in the sense that again it's that feeling like I'm learning something new I'm making steps towards something that I believe you know will be helpful to me at one point you know and then the last one was have fun make the inner child happy with exercise swimming piano whatever So that I also feel quite good about it. So the way you can see, I frame it. Your goals are very specific. So I like, you know, how unconventional they are. Really? Are they unconventional? Why? I mean, I don't know. Like, I've never heard a goal of making your inner child happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean to I, be it's honest, amazing. I yeah, love but it. to be honest, it made my list for the first time this year. So... Well, which means that something happened to, yeah, to I, bring it to the list. But I, I mean, I think it shows the level of awareness about yourself that you have. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure majority of people have no clue what inner child is. But yeah, that I, that's amazing. I love this one. Maybe I should take it up for the next year. I'm yeah, gonna steal with pride. Not? I'll definitely drag it to the next year because I feel like you can never have enough fun. That's so well said. <laughs> So what was the question about, actually? Wait, I'm lost. A what are you still trying to can? Oh, yeah. What am I st still trying to can? So there is actually something that I'm trying to can. And that's manage my... I don't like this word manage. But what I noticed over the years, and especially this year, I'm a little bit of a control freak. Confirmed. 
and i also have a little bit of a perfectionist issues so that is something i want to dig a little bit deeper next year to really understand how can i let go of things how can i delegate more i mean at work but also in real life and just accept what it is and not try to make it myself just because I know if I do it myself it's not that it's gonna be the best but I don't have to blame anyone else so that is something on my mind that I need to work on again I don't know how I'm gonna do it it's very abstract thing again for me like my goals it's weird because now I'm I'm looking at it yeah there are some maybe goals uh, around career finance or traveling you know the cliche ones but I feel like I'm trying to add more of the behavioral stuff in it that I just want to be better at because in essence, I think all those other things that are a bit more cliche, they naturally would follow your behavioral changes. Yeah. Because you cannot really achieve many of those things without those behavioral changes. Exactly. So it's really working on the foundation. And I also I feel o- like... On our rotten foundation. <laughs> <laughs> replacing it all together. But that's a good observation because I also feel with you, even though you haven't achieved the things that you wrote down, but you did a lot of work on that foundation i try to (laughs) still trying to (laughs) trying to can lifelong journey of trying to can yes anything to add i just feel like no matter how shitty this year has been at times i'm still super glad how it ends and there were so many things i'm grateful for one of those is sitting in front of me and it's been a journey it definitely has been a ride uh, with lots of ups and downs lots of learnings and yeah you know it's like the more I think about it the more I come to a conclusion that everything comes at its own pace and you know the fact that oh I want to achieve this goal tomorrow and you know I can do everything but sometimes it's just impossible because as we said this foundation is not ready for that goal so i think i'm more in the journey of embracing life but not really just like you know sitting lazy on a couch and doing nothing but just being flexible and being adaptable to what the life has to bring and i think that helps and hopefully more to come next year. And hopefully next year I will move to a new house. <laughs> I'm still trying to can with that one. Crossed. To be honest, now reflecting on your year, from my perspective, I'm just so proud of you to Aww. being consistent with things that you enjoy or even with things that get you out of your comfort zone. Because I remember our conversations and you really trying to <laughs> can <laughs> on this matter, you know, and, and struggling to be consistent. And I mean, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm no saint here. I'm also struggling. But, but I feel like I see so much progress uh, on this. So I'm just so proud that I'm so grateful for you. I love you, baby. I love you too. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, I have to say, observing you this year, 
I think you changed, but in a sense, I think you're more peaceful. You know, like you're still that uh, crazy happy girl that I've met. Uh, well, maybe when I met you, you were not crazy happy because <laughs> if we go back to our episodes, you were also struggling at that time when we met. But I don't know, like last year or the years before, you were always like this fluff of joy, always dancing your way through. And I think this year, even though you're still continuing that, but somehow... I see it from a really different perspective and that's why when you were talking about your inner child and then you were letting it out a bit more I think it was also a more you know not not one of those crazy childs that go all over the place but it's more like mindful child that mm. is actually so into the things that this child is doing you know like just passionate or focused or whatever so I feel that's how I observed you this year. And it's also really nice. Oh, wow. Don't cry. That's I hope that special coming from you. I hope I hope other people will not just drop out in the middle of the episode saying like what this are this episode <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. But it's it's just great to wrap it up uh in, in such a way in a conversation with you just hear you how you see the year and how i see the year and how we see each other years so if you have a special person in your life i would encourage you to have this conversation because it's always nice even like in romantic relationship you can ask your partner okay what what was the highlight for you this year what was the low light like you know how what do you appreciate in me what like what do you think i can get better at this kind of just conversation i think is just so nice if you don't like the conventional writing in a journal type of thing yeah because it kind of also forces you not to postpone this but kind of reflect on it also on the go and i think it's really nice especially yeah. when you also get the perspective of another person will you do it with your boyfriend for sure we used to have this once in a while whenever i was remembering because usually it comes from my initiative <laughs> uh, but he's very open to it which i'm very grateful for and to conclude i really loved what you said that everything comes at its own time and i love this saying things come to you or opportunities come to you when you're ready so my wish for you guys for next year to work on things or if you are writing your goals put what are the things you want to work on yourself to make you ready for something bigger in a way like what are the means to an end and really being critical of what are the things that you think will bring you joy and to be honest if I look back at me just working on myself and seeing progress that's definitely something that brings me joy the biggest reward you can get yeah well maybe not the biggest but a big one <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe not the biggest and if you like our episodes and you want us to grow the podcast bigger and have guests in the new year and really bring more exciting topics, trying to can topics, please share the episodes that you love or like or enjoyed listening. Give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening. And also follow us at trying to can on Instagram and let us know 
anything or any topics that you would like us to bring on the pod. And we see you next year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.